0: Log Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host Gregory Turner,
1: and I'm your co-host Brian J Henderson.
0: Brian, the show we have tonight. Ha
1: ha.
0: You know what? When I was looking over our notes, I got tired from just just reading it. Hmm. What do you think when you look at our special guests? When you look at her bio, what did you see?
1: I saw a lot. <laughs> I saw I saw I was like, whoa. I yeah. mean, I can't keep up.
0: <laughs> you know what I saw? I, I, I saw determination. I saw things happening. I saw faith. I saw pain. Yes, I saw pain. And I and the reason I say I saw pain, Brian. There's something pushing her. I also saw fear because now she's moving in an area in her life where it's you either step up to the plate or you're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. So something is pushing her from every, every corner. Something is pushing her right into her greatness. And that's a beautiful thing. And, Brian, like you said, when you look at her bio, it's a lot. It's a lot, but she just said something a few minutes ago before we came on. with It, it was profound, and we told her just hold on to that until the show starts because the people need to hear that. They need to hear that. And Brian, she is an inspiration to a lot of women that want to do the same thing that she's trying to do, and we're going to let them know, she's going to let them know that we can, we can do what our guest is doing. What do you have to say, Brian?
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, the the thing that's that's just most uh intriguing about her is that even with all the stuff that she's doing, she still finds time to be, you know, active in her church. You know, and, and you know, most people, and she's a mentor, I mean she does all I mean, wow. I'm just looking at it.
0: And a motivational speaker.
1: And a nurse. <laughs> a
0: nurse. And a mother. I, you know, let
1: me read down a line here. I, I want to read it. She's a mother of one king. I like
0: that. I, like I love it. that.
1: A nurse. Motivational speaking, speaker. Spoken word artist. Ah, huh. Mentor for young women. CEO of Diva's Devotion Production. Author of Girlfriend, Let's Talk About It. Host of a Christian talk show, Words Unspoken. Playwright of Beyond the Surface. Should I keep going? And CEO of No Limits Magazine.
0: And, Brian, the title of the show is No Limits. There no are No Limits. Limit. Unless you put them out there. Unless you put those out there. And, Brian, all the stuff that she's doing, every single thing, every item that you read, every single thing is designed to help someone else. Did you pick up on that? Oh, yeah, a nurse, a motivational speaker, you know the one thing and and
1: we're gonna introduce her in just a second that I've kinda of like informally introduced her, but i'm gonna formally introduce her in a second the one that I've that I picked up on was spoken word
0: mm. artist, mhm,
1: you know 'cause um we have a spark, we have a poetry troupe down here, and they do spoken word, and you know it's amazing what you can what people will say. And you know, and how they formulate their words when they're speak when, when they're doing spoken word. Yes, it's it's sort of it's an art form that's a lot different than just regular poetry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and uh, and I have a i have actually two or three cousins that do spoken word, and a bunch of friends that do spoken word, and occasionally I'll go to the spoken word venue and do some things here and there. And so when I thought of it, I was like, oh, spoken word artist, ha. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, but, the, you know, the thing that it also caught my attention is that she's a mentor for young women. Yes. And that's one thing that I believe we're missing with our young women today. You know, I mean, I have two young daughters, and right now the mentors in their life are, you know, me, my wife, but they don't really have someone that they can look up to on the outside. I mean, my wife's friends and stuff like that, but. I was really thinking about having them have a true mentor, like maybe a college student, someone who's not too much older than them, you know, maybe high school, someone who's not too much older to where they they look at them as a parental figure, and you know, not too young that they'll be getting in trouble together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes,
0: yes, I, I understand. And Brian, she's she's that one. She is the one. And the first time I talked to her on the phone, she said, you know what, it's time. It's time. And when I talked to her, I mean, I could just feel this energy. We were going back and forth, and everything she was saying, it's time. She kept saying, it's time, it's time. And I said, well, girl, go for it. She said, that's what I'm doing. So she's taking the limits off. There are no limits. Everything that she wants to do is big. There's nothing small that she's doing. She's going full speed. And Brian, one thing we do, we try to protect our heart, and she's not doing that. She's not. She's not protecting her heart, uh, being fearful of not succeeding. She's going all out. If her heart's broken, okay, it's broken right now, but it'll be mended by the morning. So she continues. She's she's looking for the future. That's what she's doing. She's focusing on that, and she can't fail, and she will not fail. Tonight, Brian, a lot of people will get an opportunity to meet and hear this mighty, mighty woman. Move over, Oprah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. All right. Tonight's guest is, y'all ready, world? Ready. Here she
0: comes. Sherelle
1: <laughs> Hogan, affectionately known as Diamond,
0: Diamond, is a native
1: of Chester Pennsylvania, and a 1994 graduate of Chester High School. Her passion is to show the love and the power of God by assisting and encouraging others to develop an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Diamond believes that transparency of true exposure of the love walk is needed to win souls. You know, I I think we're going to stop right there. We're just going to let her come in and just talk about what she does herself. Diamond,
2: are you in? I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> how are it's, you? I'm awesome. But, but, you know, sitting back, listening to About Yourself, you never realize every the impact, impact you make on people, you know, or how other people perceive you in a positive way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Most of the time we spend our lives looking at um, or focusing on the negative thoughts and the, um, perceptions that people have of us. But to hear people talk about you in a positive way and the impact that you made in their lives and are making on other person's lives, it just really blows my mind. Because to me, I'm just diamond, you know. I'm not, I just, who I do who I am. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like I'm a person that just does things for, to keep writing things on my resume. hmm I had to limit what I put on there because I'm like, it could seem like you're trying to be vain or this is what I'm doing. But when it's all for the kingdom, God needs to see that. He needs other people to see that as possible. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: To not just have one occupation, one hobby, but to really tap into all that creativity that He poured into us, that He needs to get released out of us so that the entire world and everybody we come in contact with sees that he is alive, he is real, his word is true, and we can do all things and I'm I'm challenging that all things. That's my life. I'm challenging it. I <laughs> wanna I want I wanna see it happen. Yes. Not so much the not saying I'm proving God wrong, but if it's available, why not?
0: That's right. That's right. And you know what if if you receive emails from me, you'll see that on there, all things are possible and I sign my yes. I I always do that because all things are possible. Diamond, what are some of the things that when you run across other women and they find out what you're doing and you're telling them what you're doing, what what's their response?
2: How do you have time? And the funniest one is like, Oh, you really single? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, are you serious? But I mean, I am single, but that's that's my ministry. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Being single, I'm not gonna be sitting out here looking for a man looking for a ring, chasing after somebody, it's work to do while you're single. You know, you have an assignment while you're single. Mm-hmm. And it's so much stuff that you can do. It's its so much stuff that you can do. And I people say, I don't know how you have time to do it all. And um, shout-out to my sorority sisters, Iota, Theta, Ada. Some of them say that I don't, like, you inspire me because I didn't think I had the time. Mm-hmm. But if everybody... It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's what you do in that 24 hours that makes you successful. Mm-hmm. And that's not mine. I heard it from somebody else, but it really made me look. I have complained about I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that. And one day I just sat down and wrote down how much um, Law & Order I watched, you know, how many t- how much time I spent on the phone, but complained about my life not going anywhere or I don't have time for things. And now I'm maximizing the time I do have because every moment that we waste, is people's souls on the line for me. That's right. I'm not saying that we're not supposed to have leisure time and just relax and have me time, but when your me time overrides kingdom time, then you're in the the wrong.
0: That's right. But you know what, Diamond, another thing, too, you probably just didn't know it a lot of your sisters and a lot of other people are watching you. They're not saying anything to you, but they're
2: watching you. And that's our greatest ministry. You will sometimes, you will never get a response out of people. You will never get a, hey, I I heard you say this, or I saw you do it. It's your lifestyle. It is your lifestyle that people watch more than what you say. And I'd rather somebody change because of my lifestyle than of something I said in front of them. It's what we do in our private time that really shows people who we are. And if people can see us walking a righteous lifestyle, not on stage, not when we're being addressed as minister or pastor, then that's what makes impact to them. And that's what we're going to be held accountable for. One of my greatest fears is that I will get to heaven and have somebody's blood on my hands because I was too selfish to even care about their souls. I don't want to be responsible for people going to hell because I'm being selfish. I'm being lazy. I'm not tapping into the gift that God gave me so that so that he can be known.
0: Ooh.
2: That's what I don't want. So, that's the fear of the Lord for me. <laughs> I don't want somebody else's I don't want somebody else's blood on my hands. I've been in the the secular world. I just got saved uh Truly saved. You know how you get saved, but then you get for real, for real saved, (laughs) you know, in 2004. 2004. And that, four years ago, so it was, I'm 31 now, so it's 27. 27 years in turmoil, not knowing who Jesus was, not knowing the love that he has for me, not knowing that I had alternatives. And I love the um, tag, all things are possible, because in my world, before I got saved, I didn't know that. All I knew was my surroundings. All I knew was what people dumped into me. You're never going to be anything, or you come from that family, or you come from Chester, you come from this. That's all I knew. And so when you hear all things are possible, that gives hope to somebody,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that there's a life outside of the life that they're living. And I truly believe that hurtful people, hurting people do hurtful things. So if they're hurting and they don't know how to, if they're hurting and being abused and all that other stuff and they have all this negative stuff on them, then what are they going to do? They act out and be hurtful to somebody else. But if you have love inside of you and joy inside of you and you exuberate that love and joy every day, then we can start having loving people doing loving things instead of the majority of the world being hurting people, doing hurtful things.
1: Ooh. Diamond, I want to chime in right quick and uh, kind of switch gears a little bit. Tell us about your life. You know, you, you talked about being single. Tell us <laughs> about the single life.
2: Oh, no, it's only an hour show. I ain't got that much time. <laughs> <laughs> the single life, is. I finally came to terms with it, and I'm 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 the like the realest person I know. I'm not gonna say it's all gravy. Oh, it's, I understand it now. It's no problems. The single life has to be mastered. You have to master this single life, but also experience being in a relationship. What I'm saying is being a, content in being single, but you gotta practice communicating with people because you don't want to just all of a sudden get married and then you don't know how to do certain things like cook, do stuff, have a conversation, have a life. So you're not depending on your mate to make a life for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, I mean, it it was hard. It's very challenging. And I think because I'm single, I do more stuff in the kingdom so I can stay straight and on the right path. But I thought I, I, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. That's all I can say. It's hard. But I think I finally came to terms with I really love God. And if I can believe that if, if, if he's already shown me that he has my best interest in hand in other areas, then I had to learn to trust him in this area because we guard our hearts more than our finances more than our health we'll believe god for healing we'll believe god for prosperity in the financial realm but when it comes to our heart i'm gonna pick them, you just bless them. that don't work you know so i'm my man ha, my man of god has to be he gotta be on fire like christ like i am i can't settle for anybody that's okay, we're going to go to church, okay, we're going to compromise one Sunday or two Sundays out of the month. That's not my lifestyle. My my man and God has to serve as much as I'm serving. You have to be equally yoked. And because I have the choice of that, I want to make sure that I'm on the right path to have all that God has for me in my life. So if i got to be single so I won't, I won't have to marry a knucklehead and ask God to bless him and go through all the Trauma of being unequally yoked, then that's what's going to happen. Because I want the best life, single. I want the best life possible. And being married, well, I want it all.
0: I know you do. <laughs> well, we're we're going to take a quick commercial. We have some callers on the line. We want to take a few calls, but oh wow! We're gonna go to, yeah, we're going to go to commercial. We're going to come back and we'll take a couple of phone calls. Brian, all right.
1: We'll be right back. What's up?
0: We're boys and men.
1: How do we educate our kids so they have a fighting chance in today's world? We don't have to tell you that children face pretty tough challenges these days. We adults need to go the extra mile to make sure our kids find something in school that really sparks their interest, like music. Teenagers who study music and arts tend to find tough science and math concepts easier to grasp.
0: It has to do with development of something called spatial IQ. And music and creativity go together too. We know from our own lives that teachers who appreciate creative thinking embrace
1: our love of music. So, help prepare your children for life. Encourage them to learn to love music. A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education, Gibson Guitar, Baldwin Piano, and this station. March is Music in Our Schools Month. Music's part of a sound education. Vanessa Williams has one of the best voices in modern music. Did you ever wonder what got her hooked on music when she was growing up?
2: My fondest memory of music in school would
0: have to be playing French horn in a high school orchestra. Under the direction of Mr. Angelo Morasco, we got a chance to travel all over
2: the world. We went to
0: Caracas, Venezuela, Miami, Florida, Nassau, Bahamas, and Seekonk, Massachusetts.
1: Music is like team sports, says Williams. Kids are in it
0: together.
2: Music is good for kids because it teaches you a craft.
0: It demands perfection. It forces you to excel. And it also allows you
2: to be a part of something beautiful that makes wonderful music that transcends all kind of boundaries.
0: A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education, Gibson Guitar, Baldwin Piano, and this station, Music, part of a sound education.
1: Treat me with understanding. Treat me with respect. Drug and alcohol addiction is an equal opportunity disease. Treat me without judgment. Individuals in recovery come from all walks of life and deserve to be treated with respect for winning one of the hardest battles there is. Treat me with courtesy. Treat me with humanity. Alcohol and drug addiction deserves proper treatment. For drug and alcohol information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and our special guest tonight is Sherelle Diamond Hogan. Brian, are you there? I'm here. Yes, yes. I think you had a question for Diamond.
1: Um, Yes, my question for her, well, we were actually talking before uh, we went to break. We were talking about her life being single, and I was going to ask her, uh, well first I asked her about, you know, how how is it being single? And then I was going to say, how is it raising a, you know, being single, raising a a child, especially a, a king, a boy? And still being able to do everything else that she does. Wow.
2: <laughs> that my son is very important to me and i want to i want to um not have him i want him to be able to be proud of his mother a lot of times we grow up and look back over our childhood and we identify all the bad stuff or you know i want my son to be like you know my mom raised me alone and she didn't compromise my childhood for her own selfish reasons so It really helps me kind of stay on the right track Mm -hmm. because of him. I try to have, like, male figures around him in the church, let him do male things. He loves – he helps me, actually. He's Sometimes my assistant, when we did the um, talk show, he was my uh, assistant. He was my security guard. So I try to involve him, and he makes um, decisions and um, everything, um, gives me ideas. He's very creative also. But I think that's, that's, that's my focus. I try to make sure that he's not dragged around everywhere I go and be bored and everything. But he really keeps me on track. He keeps me grounded a lot of times. And it's funny because you can sit there and yell at your kid and tell him, didn't I tell you not to? And then all of a sudden you be like, why are you saying that? Because you know you just did this. You know, it kind of puts you in check. Oh because while you're God. chastising them, you're actually chastising yourself. <laughs> Right. So it's like, all right, do I not say nothing to him so I don't have to hear it by myself, or just get, we all just get in order, you know? Right. But I love my son. He calls himself pimp daddy,
0: Uh-oh. pimped out for Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but I love my son. That's all
1: right. All right, Greg. We have a bunch of callers on the line. Okay. And oh, wow. I'm going to go to one. And just
2: Pick a good one. <laughs> all right, caller
1: from the seven seven
2: area code. Woo-hoo, B-A.
1: Okay, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. I will get to the caller in just a second.
0: Caller from the 757 area code, are you there?
2: I'm here. I don't know if it's just me. Yes, yeah,
1: no. Yes, it's you.
2: I know who that okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, man. Cool. Who is it? <laughs> it is my sorvor <laughs> Kira <laughs> Viley. Yes. Hello.
1: Hello and welcome.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Are you I'm just sure. listening in, or do you have a comment or a question?
2: I'm sure she's. I'm th- just listening to support my girl. That's I, all I'm right.
0: here for. I, know, I knew she wanted to say something to a girl. Mm-hmm. You know how 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 the, how the sorrows are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello, I, diva. Well, hello. Let me, let me let me ask the caller. Caller, uh, this is your girl. So, did you realize all the things that she? you know, that she was doing and uh, the things that she
2: is doing? Oh, yes, most definitely. I remember when I first met Diamond, when God first called me to go into the ministry and start our Christian sorority. And I think she was one of the first ones I talked to, and I just clicked with her instantly. I mean, we talked like we've known each other forever. Diamond can make anybody feel comfortable. (laughs) And so she was just telling me all that she was involved in. I was just like, wow. And it's something that y'all said, something about her being... And Oprah, and that's exactly what I thought of when I first met her and with her plays and everything. I told her Tyler Perry who? yep, I has called her to do some awesome things, and I knew that from the time I met her, and especially when he gave me her sorority name. She walks in it fully, yes. glorious anointing. She is
0: gloriously anointed. Yes, and you know all the things that a diamond has to go through before it's where it is, hmm. just amazing. Exactly. It's a testament to her life and who she is as a person. Yes, yes, it is. And I know you're proud of her, and I I know you continue following her and giving her that support from time to time. She may need that motivational call to say, Diamond, listen, you can do this, you can do that, because, Diamond, I know uh, in following your dreams like I'm doing, when you follow your dreams, you're going to take hits. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take some hits, and, and you're gonna get tired. You're gonna you're gonna run up against a lot of obstacles, and the flesh is really gonna get tired. It's gonna take someone that knows you to call back and to call you and say, "Diamond, you can do this." And they'll do it just when the time is right. They'll call you right when you're want wanting to give up. Mm-hmm. I get that all the time. So please stay in touch with her and please encourage her to continue doing what she's doing because she's right there at the doorstep.
2: She is. She knows I'm her number one fan. I will always support her in
0: everything she does. <laughs> so we're going to have uh, uh, Oprah. And what's Oprah's best friend's name? Gail?
2: Gail. <laughs>
0: you guys are switching roles right now. <laughs> yes. Brian, are you there? Brian, are you there? I'm sorry, we must have lost I'm here. Yes. But, Diamond,
2: are you there? I'm here. I know Brian's on here.
0: Okay. I'm here. Yes. And I'm I'm sure, what did you want to say to your sorrow?
2: I appreciate, my sorority family really um, supports me. They, it's like, as you said, it was times that, in my private times where I'm like, I can't do this, it's too much, you know, let me just chill for a moment. And that's when life hits me the most. And when you have to decide to deal with life or do kingdom stuff, regardless of what your life is like, and I'll get an email. We email all the time anyway, but I'll get an email. It's like, I'm so proud of you. It's right on and time.
0: It's right on time. It's right on time. Every time, Every time. yes. It's right
2: on time. Yes. So I, I truly appreciate all of my sorority family, all of them. They are really a blessing to me. And God said he will give you people, you know, so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I just love them all. I love them all. So, so
0: then so, so the Soros sister on the call, what's your name? Kira. Kira Kira? Yes. Yes, Kira. Thank you so much for calling in and please stay in and listen. And if you want, we can come back to you in a little bit and if you stay on the line. We'll come back to you. So think of some questions for her.
2: Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you. <laughs> your
1: sorrow. Please
0: your sorrow, girl. Queerza. <laughs> yeah, email me the question first. <laughs> oh, <look at> that.
2: <laughs> email me the question first.
0: Yes. So so uh Diamond, when yes. you started doing your, your your business and you started doing all these different things, how did you start? where, where what was the first <laughs> thing that you did to get started? Because I, I run into people all the time, Brian and I both of us. They want to do this. They want to write books. They want to do all these different things, but they don't know. Or the hardest thing for them is to get started.
2: Okay. Um, how did I get started? The first thing I did was I wrote a book. That was in 2004.
0: Wow, that's a big, big getting started, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually, it? Actually, it was the easiest thing I ever had to do. I, was, I always wrote books. But it, was, it, took a, I wrote, it took a painful incident for me just to go ahead and write it and then follow through with instruction to – I wrote the book just as a pamphlet. It was like, okay, I'm going through this. I think other people are going through it too. I'm just going to put it together. And as I was writing, I wrote it actually in like two weeks. I wrote it in two weeks when I was at work and I wrote it. And people started just asking me questions. And I was like, okay, I just I just wrote something about that. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, I was just, I was just writing my thoughts down. Because a lot of times we can get overwhelmed by our thoughts. And they will take us over if we don't talk back to them, the number one thing, but just, like, release them. I, and my release for me was writing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I just started writing. And they were like, oh, that was good. And then I just... Went to Kink. I printed it out real pretty, did the format and went to Kinko's and made a bunch of copies, you know, did the cover, and it was a book. And it was, everybody was buying it because it was like, can we talk about it? I I encourage people just to don't think that it's too big for you to do. I sat in Word, I, I opened up my computer, I typed everything up in Word, formatted it, it didn't have any chapters, but it was a book. Wow. And, know, go ahead.
0: That's 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 awesome. It, it it sounds like you're very organized. I I, I want to ask. <laughs> yes, I want to I want to say this, and and you can go back and you can look at any uh, top actress or any top actor anyone at the top of their game. And I'll say game because that's what the world calls it. I it's really living their dreams. You know, you you see someone living their dream like a Denzel Washington or Oprah Winfrey. or or Russell Crowe, these people are living their dreams. They're actually doing the things that they felt that they were created to do, and they're doing it well. With all of these people, there was some hurt along the way. Mm -hmm. We all know Oprah was uh, raped and molested as a little girl. We also know the same thing happened to Maya Angelou. A lot of people probably didn't know that, but it, it did happen to her. And, and and so many things happened to a lot of the gospel, the men um, out there, artists, that were molested when they were little boys. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it seems like because of that ugliness and that pain that they went through, it seemed like they gained something from that, and it propelled them into that great thing that they're doing right now. And I'm not asking you to go in your past and tell us whatever what that thing was that hurt you, but you said that there was a painful incident. You don't have to tell us what that incident was, but does pain push you
2: and fuel you? I think it's not so much the pain that I felt for myself is knowing that other people are experiencing it also. Yeah. So... I always my life I live for others, and that's just that's just where I'm at at this point in time. I I serve others. I I didn't um you you call me organized, and anybody that's listening <laughs> knows me like I will have an idea and run with it. But my office right now is woo. <laughs> it's like where did I put that file letters? Yeah. But I think I put myself aside. Mhm. And and this is a prime example and I, I have a lot of testimonies and it's 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 just it's just crazy, but it's I know that I'm a strong person. And that a lot of people are not strong. I had to grow up fast and you know, I feel like I'm an old soul, so I always had to deal with life in a different perspective than people my age had to deal with it.
0: Mhm.
2: But knowing who I am now and being confident in who I am now, I know not everybody has that confidence. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm the shyest person. And everybody will tell you, Diamond is loud. She ain't shy about nothing. But I am the shyest person. And I'd rather assist in the background than be out in the forefront. Mm-hmm. But if I don't see something being done, I have no problem being the one to do it, whether if I'm out front, if I'm uncomfortable or whatever. but people who are not strong have to embrace so much, and they don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. so I embrace it for them. I feel as though the pain I went through, I embraced it for somebody who wasn't as strong as I was to survive it.
1: Yeah.
2: so now, go ahead,,
1: Diamond, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself? When you're talking about uh, what you went through, do you find yourself reliving it at times?
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> I and that's where my passion comes from because I don't relive it in a remorseful kind of way. I relive it in the way that it, it keeps me going. It's it's like my fuel for my fire so to say it keeps me going because as I was just sitting there talking about it I can actually visual I'm a visual person so I saw myself in it again and I relived that time I can see it and I know I never want to be back there again and I know that it's some people still there
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and so if I have to be the one to say it loud then I'm going to say it Yeah. I truly believe we have to be transparent. We have to tell people, I went through this too, because there's the 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 killing rate is going up so high. Depression, suicide, people don't know how to deal with their issues. They think if they're the only one, that it must be me. Something's wrong with me. Nobody, There's nobody to talk to. And that's why I entitled the book "Can We Talk?" Because it's an invitation. I needed somebody to talk to about all the drama that I was going through. Everything I experienced, there was nobody to talk to. Everybody had their own perception of things, and if we don't be real with people, then they're going to think they're invalid. Yeah. They're 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 not normal. They're abnormal.
1: Right.
2: And that's not that's not the way things are intended to be. So. I'm just open. I don't have a problem saying anything that I've been through. I just don't want people to live in depression. Yeah. I don't want people to live having being tortured in their minds because they, they don't have a release.
0: Yeah.
2: They don't have anybody to trust. They don't have anybody that will open up and say, I've done this too. There's a way out that if, if, if that, that you, have, you can have a life after this.
0: Yes.
2: You can still be after this. And this Oprah and My Angelo. people idolize them. I have no problem with their success. But they don't have to be a one in a million if people just open up their hearts. Everybody can have that same success.
0: Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. Let me say this. In the chat room, someone is praising you. They're saying that you plays are just changing lives in a major way. Uh. They're reading your books. They're very inspirational as well as motivational. They're asking you to please keep up God's work. With that, I want to say there's a tool out there for people that are hurting, that are going through whatever it was that you went through. There's this great big tool out there that a lot of us don't know how do you, we don't know that it's there, because society will not give us access to it, mm-hmm. and that, too, is forgiveness.
1: Hmm. I knew that's where you were going, Greg.
0: A lot of a lot of us, when we look back in our past, when we look at a lot of the things that we've gone through, can you really say that you've forgiven yourself for the situation that you were in, and it probably wasn't your fault? <laughs>
2: That's where it all begins.
0: Yes. We hold that against ourselves. Yes. And we need to release it from within. Yes. We need to release it. If you don't release that, it's going to run you crazy because the fight is in the mind. That's where it starts. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts and that's where it will end.
2: That's funny that you say that. The play beyond the surface is based on forgiveness. You cannot fully experience your future if you do not let go of your past. There have been numerous relationships that I didn't have closure with. They just either they ended abruptly. You will never get a straight answer out of people. They'll tell you what you want to hear or what they even think they believe, but they don't even know themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to let it go. It happened, it, it hurt, but I want a life. And we hold so much baggage, so many open relationships and so much open hurt from our past, and we bring them into our future relationships and messed all that up because we never dealt with it or just released it. If we just release it, no matter whose fault it was, and just let it go and just determine that my future outweighs my past any day, then we can have a successful life. Yeah. It was when I finally finally let go of what I wasn't responsible for, what I was responsible for, because what we are responsible for sometimes can hold us back too. Yeah. So I was like, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. And that's what allowed me to fully embrace the idea of a future, yeah. just the idea of a future. My pastor, and I'm not doing shout of, past, of perfected life church, Doctor Donald Morton.
1: <laughs>
2: he, him and his wife, Lady Wayne and Morton, have been such a blessing to my life. He, we are entitled to an abundant life. Yes,
0: we
2: are. And in in the amplified version, it says, "In abundance, to the full, till it overflows." And that's the life we were promised—a life in abundance, not just a life, a, a a life where you're breathing, not just a life, but a life in abundance to the full, till it overflows. It's available. It's available.
0: Yes, it
2: is. So that's the life I want, but I can't have that. If I'm always saying, well, he should have, or I should have, or I did this wrong, and if I'm focusing on the past, I'm, I'm missing my future. My present is all I have right now. What I do in the present will, ma- will manifest in the future. But if I'm always looking in the past, then I'm missing out on my present and my future.
1: That's right. Absolutely. That's-
2: so we need people just to let it go let it go and just i i have plenty of closure letters. <laughs> I'm a writer. I've written so many ex-boyfriends, they probably ain't even thinking about me right now. <laughs> but I have to write a letter because I didn't get a straight answer. It was um my perception of this. And you I just had to write a letter and I dumped them on paper whether they dumped me first, but hey, I got the paper that proves I dumped you. <laughs> so I had to let that go. I couldn't let people who aren't even thinking about me keep me from my future.
0: Mm. Diamond, let me say this. You you, you keep talking about and you keep saying this one thing, I'm a writer, I'm a writer. writer." (laughs)
2: And
0: and I'm going to say this and I'm going to go to the lines because the lines are completely full right now. Are they? I want people to be able to talk to you. But do you remember the 40 days and the 40 nights? uh, (laughs) You you know where I'm going. And and, and when he was attacked, everything, every time he countered the enemy, he said, for it is written. Shut up. (laughs) For it is is written. Mm. And all those nights down when you were asleep and you were crying and all of this and you, you wanted to sleep and something kept waking you up and you had to write it down.
2: I had
0: to. It's happening to a lot of people right now, so you need to write it down. But Diamond, let me go to the call. I, I, we, we'll be on here all night if it's just you know me <laughs> talking. I'm gonna go to the call in the seven five seven five one three. Caller, <laughs> are you there? Caller, are you there? Seven five seven five one three. Are you there? Okay, we'll try another one. Let's go to the 909 area code. Caller, are you there? Caller from the 909 area code. Wow, we have another one. 915. Caller from the 915 area code, are you there? Well, Brian, you're up. Hmm, I wonder what's going on. I don't don't know. It seems like we're having some difficulties, but that's okay. You go ahead, Brian.
1: You know, I was going to ask you about the
0: play. Tell us about the play
1: you wrote.
2: Oh, my God. The first the first thing I want to say before, because I, I i talk, so I'm also a talker. I will skip from one subject to another real quick. you got to be real quick to follow through. You'll be like, why are we talking about this, and we were talking about something else. My second play that I have been writing is called It Is Written.
0: Mm.
2: And that is a
1: – How profound. <laughs> that
2: is – this that play – this play I'm doing now to me is practice. I've seen it done, we've done it. It's always new to me when we do it. I'm sitting in they're like, Why are you sitting there? They're like, You wrote it. You lived it. I'm like, but to see it is is awesome. But the second play it is written, I'm taking my time with that one because it's a it's so funny. It's it's a it's a musical kind it's 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 kind of a musical. But it's so funny. But it's so good. But it's called It Is Written. So it was awesome when you said that. So I just believe that was a little clue for me to get back on it. (laughs) But this play, Beyond the Surface. Means so much to me. I don't know if you you want me to tell you about it, about it, or just about it. You
1: can tell, us tell the tell the listeners about it because maybe they want to see
2: it. <laughs> I always try not to give away the plot.
0: Yo, don't well, don't do that. because <laughs> I want people
2: to come. But the plot is don't um, that. <laughs> It's based on a, it's based on a um real life story, my story. Um, a young girl gets raped by her uncle. She tells her mother. Her mother doesn't believe her and sides with the uncle. The father had just died and her father was a rock. Her, um, it goes, that was, um, then it goes into her being in her adult life and all the stuff we just talked about, the pain, was it my fault, all the self, um, self-esteem issues, the trust issues, she brings that into her adult relationship and the same profile type of man is in her life using that same information against her. It's it's wow. it, the, the play is about forgiveness, but as a, the more I talk to women, whether we've known each other and we get past, okay, we've known each other for a few days, a few months, a few years, but can I really trust you? The more women start opening up to each other, the more they we the more I realize that we have the same story in a different location. That's it. I keep running into women who have been been molested, been raped by family members, told someone that they trusted, that person didn't believe them, and it's very evident the same behaviors in their adult life. Can't you can't trust people? Is it my fault? Boyfriends, I've, um, men I dealt with, I've seen the pattern, whereas. Well, maybe this argument was my fault. Maybe I could have did this differently. And then w- women so easily give that we give men all the ambu- the wrong man, the wrong the ammunition to use against us.
1: Yeah.
2: We give that up so easily. But now we're I trusted him enough to tell him. So, you know, people they don't leave. They don't they people have to learn. They have to see that. Okay, I want people to see their life up on stage. As I said, the more women I talk to. The more the story is coming out, and my main focus is for women to, for uh, first of all, for women to have forgiveness and be whole. Mm. But please protect your child. Even if you want to hurt an adult, another adult's feeling, whether it's your husband, your brother, your cousin, anything, protect your child. At least give your child the benefit of the doubt that they're telling the truth because the long-term effect, I wouldn't want to gamble on that years later. And it come out that this actually did happen, and my child I had that I actually birthed asked, reached out to me, and I, and I pushed them aside for a, a grown person.
0: Diamond, let me say this. We had, a, we had a woman on the show. She's in her 30s now. But at the time, she was molested by her stepfather. She told her parents, she told her mom. Her mom didn't, she didn't do anything. So they talked about it as she, you know, when she became an adult, she went to her mother and she talked to her. Now, mind you, it started when she was five. Mm-hmm. The molestation started when she was five. And when she told her mom about it, her mother said to her, nobody told you're fast behind to wear those little skirts at five years
2: old? There are so many many things wrong in the world today. Women have to be okay with themselves. They have to be confident and know themselves and not be so needy that they need someone there and will sacrifice anything to keep a man there. And have to realize that some men are not mature, and the only reason why they're trying to get with women is to get to their children. Yeah. It's it's a shame that it's a shame that a, a, an adult, especially a mother, can say that to her child for the sake of keeping that man around. Yeah. But I was just talking to um, one of my authority sisters before we got on the call. And she said, Diamond, I never hear you talk about your parents. And I told her when my father died, he was never in my life, and then when I did want to meet him, he had died, so I never got to see him. And me and my mother to this day still kind of have an estranged relationship. However, I think that the phrase, you have to love yourself before you love others or in order to love others that That's really how me and my mom live right now. I love her. There are some things I don't like, and I'm pretty, you know, you don't like about family members, but I love her. But there's no time frame. Just be, and one thing I have to say about this, because I had to realize this also. Just because you have a child does not automatically make you know everything. Amen.
1: Yeah. I have three
2: of them <laughs> <I protect> that. <laughs> so I expect her as from a child's point of view, I expect her to protect me. I expect her to believe me. I expect her to be a mother in everything it entails. However, she's a person. Mm. She's a growing person. Mm. She's a person still on a journey. Yes. Yeah. And it was the hardest thing for me to accept because I was the victim. However, who's to say that the mother's not a victim also? That's right. The play really deals with everybody between the uncle, the daughter, the mother. Everybody's a victim. Everybody in that play, every person, the, the, um, the molester, the mother who didn't believe or the authority figure who didn't protect. And the child. Everybody looks at like the child is a victim. I'm not saying they're not. We are But we need to get a system in place where we focus on all three aspects, being the victim so that this will not happen again. Because obviously there's something wrong in each person's life that this happened. Mm
0: -mm.
2: So we have to look at it as everyone being a victim, but there's always one answer to all that. And there's still hope for each aspect each aspect that's going to be presented in this play, there's still hope for all of them. We've all made mistakes, they're different from each other's, but there's still hope for all of us. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: and we just all go down different paths, but there's still an answer to everything, yeah. no matter what it is and even I, my heart goes out to you know look I'm a, I was a victim I'm, 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 My heart goes out to to the mom the parents who don't protect. That get that epiphany years later. They have to deal with that. Yes, they do. That you know, some fam- the worst case scenario sometimes. Well, not sometimes, but people. You, I, it's it's just it's a hurtful thing, but it needs to be dealt with because it's the main. I keep saying the main, but there's another focus of this play I wanted to look at. Each aspect of the women, each all the women I talk to, I try to take a poll and put some things together. I I want parents to step up for their children, believe their children. I want women to be whole and not be dependent on a man to be happy and they'll sacrifice their children, their their livelihoods for another person. And I don't male bash. I'm just talking about the immature man.
1: Yeah.
2: But also... I want men to step up and be there for that seed that they made. Because I truly believe a predator, the, the what is it called, the uh, statistics, mm-hmm. they show that it's the, the um, molestation, rape, in family homes are higher for single parents, for fathers that are not involved actively in that home. And I kind of wonder if my dad was around, would would it have happened to me as many times as it did, or if at all? Because a real man, uh, there's an uh, immature is not going, an uh, immature man's not going to step to a real man. So even if my father wasn't in the home, if he was very active in my life and made it known that that's my daughter, I'm here to protect her. Ain't nobody going to step to her. Ain't nothing going to happen. Would that immature male that came as a predator, would he have just passed on by? And if we have more men on the forefront of all these homes, then we can decrease a lot of things that's going wrong in this world today. You can divorce the mother. I'm not saying divorce the parent, but if that happens, then don't divorce the child. Still be as active in that child's life, and even in, if you have to even more because you're not physically in that home, but if males, if fathers make the, if fathers, males, uncles make their presence known in that household, in that family, protecting the children, then I truly believe these rates will go down.
0: Yes it will uh, you know I read try it, one more time. Uh, Brian, let me try ahead. one more caller real quick. I'm going to try it again. We were having problems difficulties. I don't know if it's because of the storm here, but... Uh, it's storm. because of
2: me. They <laughs> ain't nobody <can>.
0: here. <laughs> Caller from the 915 area code, are you there? Yes. Yes, you're on with uh, the Abundant Solutions Hour. You're talking with uh, Diamond. You have a question or comment for her?
2: Hi, Diamond. This is Isis. Hi, Star <laughs> How are you? I just called in to um, support you. Oh, thank you.
0: Now, I know you have a question or a comment for her, and I They're going to block know. all
2: the sorority people. Why? No, no, no. And, and they were like, are you from the sorority? You now, can't now, get it. her what's your name? Isis.
0: Isis, okay. Isis, you're hearing all these things, these, these things that Diamond went through. I don't know if you knew anything about any of that, but at, but but today, right now, what do you want to say to her?
2: Well, I'm just I'm just so happy to hear and see how blessed you are, and the things that you have learned from it. And I just love the way that you have you know written books and plays to get the message out to other women, other women as well as men. Thank you. And I you. think I think that everybody you know will appreciate that. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and it takes a strong woman to do that.
0: Yes, it does. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I, you have no idea how much your words of encouragement is, is going to uh, go forth and, and help uh, Diamond when she, she's down or when she's struggling with uh, yes. time and doing all these things that she's doing. She can look back on and remember the phone call and encouraging things that you said to her. Thank you so much for calling in. Brian. Thank you,
2: Diva. Hello.
0: <laughs> Brian, you have a question for Diamond? Um,
1: I just wanted her to we got about three minutes left in the show and is i wanted that to talk it? a little bit
2: this went by fast.
1: I know. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things you have coming up. I know contact. you talked about the play.
0: Contact information as well. And
1: also give out your contact information, yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing we just embarked on is our No Limits magazine. I'm so excited about that. Um, it's been three years since I had this vision to do it and there's been plenty of no's and plenty of dream killers and even myself sometimes saying that this ain't never going to happen, but it is out there. It is available online for free at Prod. that's P-R-O-D, dot org. And you can go and check out the website and click on the magazine or click the link and you can download the um, PDF file for free. Um, what,
0: what about
2: I the leave? speaking engagements? Are you available? I am available for. I am so available for free, um, speaking engagements. <laughs> Anything. I love just. I love just encouraging people. I'm an interactive um, speaker. I'm not going to be, you know, stand in one place. I'm coming to get you. I'm in your face. I'm not going to let you go. I'm gonna let you. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna be there for you. You know, I, I love just encouraging women of all ages. My son actually is um, writing. I'm assisting um, his school with his classroom, um, configuring a book that's going to be in their library and in, in the school district's library, just of their creative thoughts, um, editing, publishing, and putting all that stuff together. So they'll have their own book, and my son is starting his um magazine, Heirs to the Throne. So we have different communities, um, community centers. are you laughing?
1: I like that.
2: I love that. I love Heirs that. to the Throne. Because kids have a voice. They don't have to be adults to be able to express it. So it's, ran by, it's run by kids. It's, um, the articles are written by kids. And they're expressing things that they want to do and they want to talk about. And their are issues that affect them. So that they can assist and minister to kids on their level, not from an adult level but from their level and of course, the play is coming out it's gonna be so i'm I'm so excited Good. I'm so excited about um may may um my my play beyond the surface is may third the tour starts in philadelphia Uh-oh. so um that's on the website also it's part of was, it, it, it ends a big conference that um, my church is involved with, that I'm actively involved in. So the, the play is at the end of May. I gave out the wrong dates. May 22nd, next Saturday, kicks off Philadelphia's tour, the, t- um, the tour in Philly. May 3rd will be at the Baby Grand in Delaware. I get so discombobulated. Mm-hmm. So May 3rd is Delaware, and that ends uh, the Perfected Life Conference tour, May April 30th to May 2nd. And then my play is May third that Saturday. Good. So all the information is online.
1: Good. Good. All right. Well, Diamond, we thank you again for coming on. We got about 20 seconds left in our show.
2: Thank you for having me so much. Important
1: words with ones that are listening. If you're hurting, if you're in trouble, if you're afraid, you know that there's always someone you can call on. Write it out. Write about it talk to her. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour and we thank you when you ask you to join us on Monday night at 9 p.m. Good evening and God bless.